What up, HyperChange? Welcome to another episode. Today, we're going to talk about why I believe Tesla is winning the U.S.-China trade war. So since President Trump has gotten elected, a trade war with China has been high up on his agenda, and that has been taking over the news and the spotlight. And I don't want to get political in this episode, but I do want to analyze the situation because I think this has huge implications into the landscape of the automotive market uh, globally, and particularly Tesla's role and the way they have played the situation is looking more and more like they are going to reap a huge, huge benefit because of this trade war. So to give you guys a little bit of history and explain what is going on, I think it's really important to bring up this tweet thread. Yes, we're living in 2019, a tweet thread between Donald Trump and Elon Musk in 2018 that sets the stage for how this unfolds. So Donald Trump says, China has been asked to develop a plan for the year of a $1 billion reduction to their massive trade deficit with the United States. Our relationship with China has been a very good one, and we look forward to seeing what ideas they come back with. We must act soon. Elon Musk then replies to Donald Trump, do you think the U.S. and China should have equal and fair rules for cars, meaning same import duties, ownership constraints, and other factors? And then he goes on to say, for example, an American car going to China pays 25% import duty, but a Chinese car coming to the U.S. only pays 2.5%, a tenfold difference. I'm against import duties in general, but the current rules make things very difficult. It's like competing in an Olympic race wearing lead shoes. And so this just sets the tone about how, you know, pre-Trump uh, and sort of the, the, before this trade war started, the, the status quo is that China was charging 25% for every single time, just an additional tax a vehicle was imported. So for a company like Tesla that is building cars in California and shipping them to China, that is a 25% headwind that every domestic manufacturer does not have to have. Not only that, but then you have on top of that the huge time it takes and cost to actually ship the cars to China. So this combination of a huge import tariff and a huge lag in shipping time and costs is creating a huge headwind for everybody trying to enter the Chinese market, especially a company like Tesla building in California. So what happens next? In the midst of these, these trade war tensions, you know, more and more tariffs getting slapped on more and more goods, including additional tariffs on automotive and automotive parts, Elon Musk and Tesla decide to go into China and basically accelerate their plans to build a factory in the region. And so in January 2019, we get the word that Tesla has officially begun breaking ground on Gigafactory 3 in Shanghai. Now, this is a huge, huge deal because, like I said, the trade war is causing a huge friction to anybody that wants to get cars into China. And now China is saying, wait, Tesla, come in and build your own factory here. You won't have to deal with any tariffs or any shipping costs, and you can sell cars domestically. China is already one of Tesla's largest markets and has seen sales grow into the billions of dollars over the last few years despite all these headwinds. Chinese consumers love Tesla. I've been on the ground in China looking firsthand at the electric vehicle market at Tesla's impact there and there's no doubt this is a status symbol luxury brand that consumers in China really gravitate towards and so they've already been successful in the region with these huge with these huge headwinds. Now these headwinds are about to go away with the Chinese Giga 3 factory and what is so so special about this factory that gets overlooked it, it, it is it's the first ever factory China has allowed to actually be be wholly owned by a foreign automaker. So previous until now, every single uh, car sold in China was either built by a Chinese automotive manufacturer or was built by a joint venture between a foreign auto company and a, a domestic partner. So like Ford, GM, Volkswagen, BMW, Mercedes, if they want to go into the Chinese market, they have to partner with a local manufacturer, build a plant together and start selling it. It's a JV. It's not a standalone wholly owned factory. Well, that is all changed. China has actually changed that entire rule. I mean, geopolitical 
geopolitically, in the timeline of history, this is a very interesting strategic shift where they're allowing, uh, you know, wholly owned foreign auto companies to build factories. And the first one is Tesla with this Gigafactory 3 in Shanghai. So, you know, not only is, is Tesla being allowed to move here, but they're not required to use a local partner. This is a huge deal. And the deal and Tesla would have probably never entered the region if they had to partner with someone else. So t China is literally changing their policies to cater to Tesla to allow them to come into the region. Why would they do that? Why does China want Tesla instead of every other automaker? It's because they have the tech. Tesla has the industry-leading battery technology. Going back to the efficiency chart built by Matt Joyce shows that Tesla's battery technology allows them to produce the highest range, most efficient electric vehicles on the market. So China desperately wants this technology to advance its own electric vehicle market ambitions because where is China's head at here? What do they get from allowing Tesla to, to enter this market and get a bunch of profits? Well, first, they may get the technology, but second, they get the, the you know the green sustainability factor. China's dealing with huge, huge pollution issues, and they need to overcome these. That's why they put in mandates to actually accelerate the adoption of electric vehicles. In fact, Tom Randall uh, from Bloomberg just tweeted this week that China may expand its target for electric vehicles to 40% of all sales in 2030 and 60% in 2035. They're at 5% now. So China, from a policy level, is saying we need to go electric as fast as possible. And that's why, you know, with all of this friction in the trade war, they can't import, you know, foreign electric vehicles. It's too hard. It's too costly. So they want them to be built inside the country. And that's why they've tapped Tesla, because Tesla has the best tech. And so when you think about it, it makes sense here. It's sort of a trade between the Chinese government and Tesla. You know, Tesla gets to be a first mover in the Chinese market, build this factory, sell a ton of cars, make a ton of money. But on the flip side, China goes green way fast. And in the long run, you know, what I think the play is, is China will be able to get some of that manufacturing know-how and actually learn how Tesla's building electric vehicles. They want the best technology in the world to come to them so they can figure out how it works. Because in the long run, I believe China will want to be an exporter of electric vehicles. In the same way that China builds all of our iPhones and exports them, I think China wants to be building a lot of electric vehicles. People talk about where these, you know, if we're going to be selling 20 million EVs a year in 2023, where is that coming from? Tesla's only been doing a couple million. Everyone else is dragging their feet. It's China. China wants to be the one doing this. And so th there's a lot of geopolitical factors going on here. But what this has resulted in is Tesla getting the red carpet treatment in China. Just for example of the kind of treatment that Tesla is getting in China, uh, th there's an exemption that recently passed by the government for electric vehicles not having to pay this 10% purchase tax. 34 car makers were listed on this list as an, as an exemption. And it was mainly cars between these joint ventures that I was talking about between Chinese and foreign firms. But there was one wholly owned foreign an auto company on that list, and that is Tesla, who is exempt. So they're making all of these sort of exemptions and rules for Tesla um, to, to make this factory work. And like another example of that is the funding for this factory. You know, shortly a couple months after announcing the plans and, and breaking ground on it in March, uh, it, news comes out that local Chinese banks have offered a five to seven hundred million credit line for Tesla at a super low interest rate to be able to build the factories. Another thing that makes this really interesting timing going forward is the escalating trade war tensions. Now, um, Beijing has announced plans to impose a 25% tariff on U.S. cars and 5% on auto parts effective December 15th. This is quite a funny coincidence because December 15th is almost exactly when Tesla's Gigafactory 3 Shanghai comes online. So what is going to happen in three months? Every single company trying to import cars to China is going to get a huge tax hit right as Tesla starts selling cars domestically. What does that mean? The price of every other foreign car in China goes up while the price of Tesla goes down. What do you think that does to supply and demand for Tesla's cars relative to everyone else's? I mean, Tesla is setting up to, to, to hit an absolute home run in this market. And why is China so exciting? Uh, you know, as a Tesla investor from a very 
very high level, what is the economic opportunity we are looking at? China, a, a country with a population of 1.4 billion, the world's second largest D GDP, a GDP that is growing at 6%, far faster than the US, poised to become the world's largest economy in the next couple decades, a rapidly emerging middle class. China's GDP per capita may only be around eight or 9,000 right now, but is compounding at a rate far faster than the likes of the US or, or of other developed countries. And so what does this result in for the automotive market? Explosive growth. Over the past decade, China has become the largest car market in the entire world. And Tesla points this out in one of their shareholder letters. They say, Chinese customers bought well over half a million mid-sized premium sedans last year. Half a million mid-sized premium sedans. I mean, the market um, for Tesla to attack here is absolutely astounding. And then even beyond just the car market uh, as a whole being really exciting in China, um, the electric vehicle market in particular, you know, because of these incentives, because of the government's focus on it, has been a, uh, an area of explosive growth. Additionally, Chinese consumers want to go electric as well. And so you can see here this chart from Wikipedia, not the most beautiful one, but shows you exactly how this has exploded into an over 1 million unit per year business um, and by far the world's largest EV market. And so I think uh, Tesla has a huge, huge opportunity to create a business that's just as big in the US in China alone. And, and the other flip side to all of this and why it's so, so exciting is because Tesla is planning on keeping the sales price for the Model 3 relative the same, you know, uh, when adjusting for currency and all that stuff. But the actual cost to produce the car is going to be so much lower because labor costs in China are lower. And you add on top of the fact of Tesla's pace of innovation. They already built the Model 3 line GA3 and failed and had to go build GA4 in the tent. You know, t Tesla's learned. They've done this before. They've, they've mentioned a couple times they're hinting at building a, you know, a streamlined, you know, next generation production facility here in Shanghai for the Model 3 that that could, you know, drastically improve the margin profile as well. So how I think this is all about to play out is an extremely exciting catalyst on the horizon for Tesla and actually China overall as well, because as the trade war tensions continue to heat up and as China, you know, favors domestically produced cars, it gets harder and harder for foreign auto companies to enter in the market. And now China has decided to give one company, one factory, one foreign company, and that is Tesla. And they are doing everything they possibly can to make sure this factory for Tesla is extremely successful and they sell a lot of Model 3s. And so, you know, when you think about it, you know, this capacity of this factory is set to be 150,000 units per year. Tesla's set to build 360 to 400,000 units this year. So, I mean, this is an immediate significant expansion in Tesla's capacity that is going to be driving huge growth in 2020. And I think both revenue deliveries and earnings for the company. And so, um, when I look at, you know, th this from a high level, taking a step back, you know, as, as much as people say, okay, Tesla's a fraud, how are they going to compete with foreign automakers? Elon Musk is a horrible CEO. He has high executive turnover. And then I also look at how the company has managed to navigate one of the most complex geopolitical you know, scenarios in modern history and actually turn this incredible friction between its two biggest markets into a massive competitive advantage is brilliant management. It's brilliant execution by Tesla. And it's a reason why I love to be invested in this company. Think about it. You may say, oh, a company with huge exposure to China, you know, that's a weakness if the companies get into a trade war. Well, They've actually turned this into a strength while everyone else's, you know, business and prospects in China are getting weaker and more difficult. Tesla's are getting easier. Their future in the country is looking brighter. And once again, I want to come back to why China has picked Tesla. It's because they have the technology. This is yet another validation that we're seeing. If it's not Sandy Monroe, if it's not the efficiency chart, then it is the Chinese government saying if there's one EV maker we want, it's not Porsche building the Taycan. It's not Jaguar building the I-Pace, first of all, because they're not even building those cars. They're contracting it out. It's we want Tesla's new age automation you know, battery technology process in-house because this is the best in the world. And so 
Um, you know, a lot to unpack here, but I think this has sort of been the under the radar most exciting development going on right now for Tesla is the rapid progress of Gigafactory 3 Shanghai, which is, I personally thought there was no way in hell they got this off the ground in 2019. They said when they broke ground in 2019, they were like, we're going to start building cars in about a year. And everyone thought that was absurd. That broke every single norm in the automotive industry. Well, guess what happens when you have the clout of the Chinese government behind you and one of the world's most advanced manufacturing companies in Tesla? You get shit done. They have literally built this factory from the ground up from a pile of mud. In nine months, they're putting in the production and tooling. It looks amazing. This thing is going to be ready to go in no time. And I think it's going to be a huge, huge catalyst for Tesla and a huge, huge catalyst for electric vehicle sales in China, which I think is a really, really encouraging sign for those of us rooting for the electric vehicle transition on a global level. So anyway, that wraps up the episode. Um, I hope you liked it. Would love to know what you think in the comments below. This is just, I, I kind of want to just put out this, this sort of, you know, rant with all my ideas here about what I see going on in the geopolitical stage and why I think Tesla has made such a brilliant move and it's about to really, really cash in on this trade war. Anyway, let me know what you think in the comments below. This is is hyper change a huge shout out to our patreon producers fun in the channel i'll see you guys next time peace